0: Welcome to the Big Red Rundown, the best 30 to 45 minutes of your day that we will definitely not go longer than. And as four diehard fans of Nebraska sports, we thought that we'd spend the next uh, 30 to 45 minutes of your life uh, wasting it, talking about Nebraska football, basketball, volleyball, baseball, and pretty much anything else that involves the University of Nebraska and her beautiful athletic department. So to kick off this week, guys, we're all married now. Woo! Room, room, room full of burr. married men. So I'm humble brag. I just got married this past <laughs> weekend, so... My, my mind was not on Husker sports for the whole, the let's whole do a, last Let's do a little week.
1: how long everyone's been married. Drew how, long, <laughs> Drew, how long have you been married?
0: 14 years.
2: Oh. Oh.
1: Drew is the grandfather of the group. Look at this guy. Chris, how long have you been married? <laughs> I'm coming on three months. Three months? Mm, nice. Yeah. I'm coming up on uh, five years.
2: Hey, and holy cow. Like, and,
1: like uh, and
2: Zane's at five minutes. Five so Zane's five, five, nice. five,
0: five real good minutes, though, let me tell you. <laughs>
1: yikes <laughs>
3: it's been a week
0: guys leave me alone all right i was in california i got ridiculed in downtown hey, san hey, francisco for wearing a husker told me, shirt
3: you told me this before we started yeah share
0: the story of the shirt you wore oh yeah here we go so i'm wearing a shirt i'm wearing a shirt right now that just literally all it says is iowa is stupid but it's so, red it's red it's got red. a big old corn it. in the Clearly iowa. A husker shirt, i'm walking yeah. through i mean it's been a it's been a week man let me tell you a lot of stuff going on but we get into downtown san francisco and it's like dude it is so hard to get to where we're trying to get to, but I'm wearing, I'm wearing a Nebraska sweatshirt. I'm trying to go all nebraska out. I take the sweatshirt off, and I have a shirt that just says, build the wall and make Iowa pay. And it's got the borderline on, on the Nebraska, oh, Iowa. Man. I build the wall, make Iowa pay. And I'm like, Oh my, my wife looks at me. and She's like, of course you wore that shirt. And of course you wore that shirt. But we're walking down. Like there's a giant Macy's and a giant Apple store and like a Gucci store where people are outside, like looking at everything. And then there's a, a jeweler on the corner and I walk past it and there's these two guys that are standing there and they look, at, and I could tell they're looking at me trying to figure something out. I'm like, what the heck? Why are these guys looking at me? And then I get to them and they're like, Hey, why does Iowa have to build the wall? And I was like, because Iowa sucks. What do you mean? <laughs> and then we just kept, I just kept walking. And then I, until I was like, okay, they don't get it because we're not in Nebraska. So they don't, they don't get the whole joke, but they don't
3: get a lot of, they don't get a lot of things, lot of things yeah. down there. the Calabrasca movement's gone. It's yeah, gone. I know, Nebraska's gone forever.
0: <laughs> RIP. That left with Tristan Jebia. So kiss that one goodbye. Calabrasca but guys, RIP. Good RIP to that. But we are going to jump in this week and talk a little bit about this, uh, crazy week of news in the Nebraska athletic department there's been a a, quote scandal end quote that was quote reported quote (laughs) it just seems like nebraska nebraska can't be in the media for anything good but it's like the
1: smallest things that we've seen the last couple weeks just get blown up to be like somehow then you get like like the usa today writer was like sports writer was like reporting it, like talking about it and, like tweeting about it about how this is horribly mismanaged all the way back to the video so we Drew Zane and I went down to Lincoln to be in that video it was pretty fun and it was for the the jersey reveal and then they, we were like three feet away, and this guy asked one of the, the cameramen from 1011 News to just not post anything until they reveal
2: the video because yeah, it would be cool. really,
0: like, he seemed like he didn't want to ask. He's like, please, just, Yeah, please don't. It's This is kind of a problem. Well, there's probably band.
2: contract stuff with Adidas and yeah, stuff and so, that they couldn't so let they it kind release. they did
1: this thing, and then... Ten eleven news, this he like must have talked to a party like talked on the phone. The guy ended up staying, and a couple other news stations and they all stayed. Obviously, they're not just gonna yeah. leave because it was funny. Address. There was some
0: guys that like walked from where we were standing to like stand in front of the camera. Yeah. And the yeah, guy yeah. like picked his camera up and kept moving. And just up. kept going back and forth. But then 10 eleven news tweeted,
1: their sports guy tweeted that they like this whole thing was like super mismanaged. It was supposed to be the big reveal today, and now they're putting it off and they and he said, quote, they're begging them not yeah. begging the news me outlets not to leak be- it. And I was like, that's just like not that's not happened what happened, at happened at even a little bit like yeah. we were we were there and it didn't happen. But then there was a, a thing this week. So, Drew, tell us a little bit about the kind of the the quote unquote scandal that happened this week.
2: Well, yeah, if, if you guys are Husker fans and you follow it all, you probably know a little bit about what has been going on. But uh, there was a, a report of NCA violations against Nebraska, and there were a lot of things coming out in the report that just Weren't entirely accurate. Uh, first of all, the the big report was that there was um, analysts be, be on the field coaching in some manner. That there was this egregious video of of this uh, of seeing these analysts on the field coaching during practice, and they made this hu- huge deal about it being Nebraska. Um, that this is all about Nebraska. But the the reality was is uh, I've heard that there's up to twelve teams that they're investigating. Michigan being another one of yeah. them. Mm-hmm. is that
1: the only big 10 is that why we that, to that's talk but, about they, they've
2: well they've actually that's the only one that i've heard they, they haven't uh, said the other ones because those things usually aren't public until there's actually um that the nca says something about them but the news broke about it being nebraska being involved in that and people just lost their minds over it and thinking that there was this was i mean there's conspiracy theories going on out there about um you know this is how they're trying to fire scott frost trying yeah, to bri- ridiculous uh, all these that, things and, and the, the reality of it is is this was this is multiple teams being investigated. It just so happened that it broke about Nebraska, yeah. and, and and so it, it's just and it wasn't even that. Then they also. Brought in the, the well, whole... Honestly, isn't this just a slap on the
1: wrist regardless? It like, is. I yeah, think the, Nebraska like, did it. I obviously, think... it didn't work because the coaching didn't help because we sucked last <laughs> year. <laughs> it was... So, like... And it was, like, one of our special teams coaches yeah. that was, like,
2: there. And it was like, yeah. you're the
1: worst... We talked about last week. I... You're the worst special teams in the Big Ten. What are we even talking about? Yeah, here?
2: and I think the last team... One of the last teams that this happened with was actually Michigan another time. And they were... Vi- the The they were punished with they lost like 120 hours of practice time over a 2 year period which if you actually look it's it's nothing it's, it's like, like an yeah. hour a week it's it's nothing Maybe and so an hour a week. It, um it and with that report was also the report that uh, Nebraska held workouts during covid off campus in a in like a different site and that it was the coaches approved it and all these things and the way
0: it but was reported, that may just approved it, but that like the higher ups in the athletic department, like quote, didn't know about it.
2: Yeah, which is completely false. Everything they did, they ran through the school. The school approved it. The AD approved it, and Scott Frost came out and said that. Um, and. The way that was reported, it sounded like the NCA was investigating that as well, which that's just not true. Like the 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 NCA wasn't reporting or investigating that in any formal manner at all. That the only thing the NCA was investigating was the analyst side of things, mm-hmm. and so the way it was reported and phrased was just very misleading, and it's just. It was kind of a debacle and it made it made Nebraska look bad. Yeah. And it was just it's like we said it's not the first time this has happened. It's just Yeah, it's it, the the weirdest thing is just between like the
1: the jersey thing and this, it just seems like we take the smallest things and then it gets blown up to even where like national media is like Booing Nebraska for yeah. things like I remember well, seeing the for the first the first tweet of the USA Today guy talking about how the Jersey reveal mismanagement is like an indictment on Scott Frost's legacy dude. in Nebraska. I was like, and I was like, that is like it, it just blew my mind. It was like you are like a national media outlet. And that yeah. is the stupidest take of all time. I was like, <laughs> so I have dumb. zero hope. It, I just have zero faith in any media, and yeah. this is oh, like man. a prime example. Of like, it's not even that serious. It's Nebraska football.
0: It, it makes, makes it worse. I think Chris maybe had mentioned it too, or I had seen you post about it or talk. or heard you talk about it recently. Where it wasn't it like a kind of a under the radar thing too that maybe some coaches had leaked this themselves, and that it was was that was, it, was that when we were talking, or was that something yeah, else? Yeah,
3: just I mean. I heard. It seemed too crazy that yeah. someone might have been a little upset that they were let go. Yeah. So they, they maybe have, one of the so they, said maybe. analysts that yeah. were,
0: yeah. <laughs> who is responsible for the worst special teams <laughs> unit in the big 10. Yeah. 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 So
3: there's just, maybe there's, yeah, yeah there's so who who much what going there. on
0: and by like behind closed doors or like in the shadows, I don't know. It seems weird. Cause Scott Frost had to get a lawyer. And now they're having communications with the NCAA and all this stuff. And all of it, honestly, I think all of it's just a distraction personally, but I don't know how much it's going to affect the season as a whole. I I hope not. Maybe maybe we can take that into consideration with our season predictions, but I think we can get into that for the next couple minutes or so. Talk about how we think the season's going to go overall. Maybe give a score prediction. uh, Maybe talk about some wins, unexpected wins, unexpected losses that we seem to see, uh, and really actually kind of talk about football because, man, this media stuff honestly kind of gets on my nerves. Sometimes, yeah. so Chris, you want to kick us off with your overall season prediction? Here? Yeah, let's do
3: it. So first, just to tie things up in a nice little bow, I when when all this news first came out, there was a part of me that was like, "Shoot, yeah. all the momentum that we had this offseason is now gone." Mm-hmm. But now that I'm a little bit removed and took a time to like step back, look at how things are, I really don't think this whole situation is going to have that much of an impact on yeah. the season. I think we'll get that pre-game. The announcers and the media, they talk about it, they bring it up. But as far as the players go, I think as soon as the Illinois game is done, I don't think anyone kind of talks about this much again. Mm-hmm. So um, thankfully, I don't think it's going to have that much of an impact on the season. So getting to the season, you know what? I think, so I'm flirting. Oh, boy. I oh. am
0: flirting with eight well, wins. Hey, man. dude, well, me we, get, we started this off with we're all married. We can't be flirting now. <laughs> Well, unless it's with your wife, of course.
3: Unless it's, well, unless it's with Herbie. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I am flirting with eight wins. Oh, boy. But I, right now I have a sitting at seven and five. But here's why I'm flirting with eight. I'm looking at three games that I'm like, man, if we win two out of these three, I can see us winning eight games. Mm. And that's the stretch between Michigan State, Northwestern, and Minnesota. Mm. Right now, I just have us winning maybe one of those games, Ooh. but if we win two of the, two out of those three, I think we, we can easily be sitting at eight wins. That's what, that's what I'm Man. thinking right now. So
0: I'm, that's the stretch you're talking about.
3: In a safe pick, I'm picking seven and five, but I can really easily see eight wins on the season because of those three kind of swing toss-up games.
1: All right, well, so you basically stole my take, so it's a little different. I think Go ahead, I think we win Michigan State. I have that, I have that kind I of locked so in as a win for us. I do think we lose to either Northwestern or Minnesota. In reality, Minnesota and Northwestern, those are like the toughest games we play year after year. They're the sure. closest games all the time. Northwestern, it's always super close. I was there last year when we won by a field goal. Um, Or maybe that was, no, sorry, that was two years ago because no one went to any games. Um, But, (laughs) and then Minnesota's always, they always play really well. PJ Fleck always has a good, like, a squad that's, like, surprisingly good.
0: You can't say that name in here.
1: This is the second week we've talked about PJ (laughs) Fleck.
0: Yeah. You got to cut that (laughs) out.
1: We're just going to bleep it out. Just move on. You're all still talking about it. Here we are, giving him 10 more seconds. (laughs) (sighs) We're going to have to sign an NIL deal and get him to pay us for that. Um, And then I I think we beat Purdue. And then I think we lose to Ohio, Wisconsin. And so I think we, don't do super well. Wisconsin is interesting to me because that's coming off a bye week. We play Ohio, probably get thrashed, but then we have a bye week to prepare for Wisconsin. Yeah, we got to go to Wisconsin, and then, Wisconsin but this then, year. Yeah, we go to Wisconsin. And then Iowa doesn't have a bye at all in November in Nebraska mm. does. So I think that helps. Ooh. I think they'll probably be a little beat I'll up take. at the end. So I think we beat Iowa too. So that's how we get to eight and four. We lose one that's of those right. games. Yeah, We lose to so Wisconsin, Ohio, either to Minnesota, Northwestern, and Oklahoma.
0: Sam, what do you think? All right. I changed it in the middle of this whenever Chris was talking. So I blame Chris <laughs> if this is the worst take on the, on the planet, but <laughs> the worst <take. laughs> I have, I have us going eight and four. I feel good about eight and four. James and I were talking about last night. What would actually happen if the Nebraska football team went nine and three. Oh. I said we both said the, the state would burn to the ground. Yeah
1: we would we would riot we
0: would riot we would burn the buildings excited downtown. Riot. It just great excited. riot great riot like the when the Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl you seen the videos of that. Oh yeah. When yeah. there are guys are like hanging from telephone poles and riding on cars with Eagle masks on. That's what would happen if Nebraska went nine and three. It, we, who cares lose the bowl game. Who cares. I wonder what nine Bo- and three. I wonder what you would think if we go nine and three. Just, <laughs> the whole state just goes insane. I was,
1: insane, and I was joking. Like, I was like we go, time. go last night's in I we're talking, I was like, we go one and eleven and just beat Iowa.
0: We still ride. We still yeah, ride. We <laughs> season, season still ride. We're back. Tonight, we
2: ride. Huge, huge,
0: <laughs> season's a huge success. <laughs> great success. Great success. One and six in the last seven years. Who cares? We're trending up. Trending in the right direction. But I have us in eight and four. I have wins against Illinois, arguably the most important game of the season. Uh, Fordham, Fordham, as they're as oh, they're yeah, called Fordham across the country. Some yummy. in some places. Uh, we're gonna go. We're gonna go with a win against Buffalo. I think. I think they're they're pretty depleted. I think they're with their coach leaving for Kansas with new coordinators with I just don't know how 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 bought in they'll be. I know they're they've run the Mac for some time, but I think we'll I think we'll take care of that. So, Illinois, Fordham, Buffalo, I think we win that three-game stretch that I think we lose to Oklahoma between Buffalo and Michigan State. But I think we come back from Oklahoma. We beat Michigan State. We beat Northwestern. I think this might be a year where it's not a, cl- a super close game against Northwestern. I mm. think this could be I, what it's been. That'd be a nice how, surprise. How many, however many years it's been in a row where it's been one-score games, and it seems like every time I'm like, oh, we're going to win 35-7 to or whatever, and then we it's always a one-score game. I think we beat Michigan State. I think we beat Northwestern, and then I think we go and we beat Minnesota pretty handily. I remember the Scott Frost's first win at Nebraska was against Minnesota in Lincoln and that team that we beat then looks a lot like the team that they have right now. They have one they their best receiver left for the NFL. They got a a really good offensive line. Their defense isn't nearly as good as it was last year. I think Nebraska's more talented. I think we're we're more solid in our schemes. I, we can get into that for the for the future, but Wins against Illinois, Fordham, Buffalo, Michigan state, Northwestern, Minnesota. And then I think we beat Purdue. And then I'm having a hard time. I think we take one of two between Iowa and Wisconsin, Hmm. but I think we take, I think we take Iowa this year. I think having it at home, I think, I think Adrian has always played really well against Iowa. I think it's going to be, I think if we win special teams that game, I think we win the past two years, three, even three years, special teams has murdered us against Iowa. Mm -hmm. They've won on, a field goal, you know, like punt return, punt returns, even their
1: punts, kickoffs. To our puns, it's it's like, just been brutal. It's
0: just been uh, the Iowa game is if we've been bad at special teams all year, we are going to lose the Iowa game. <laughs> but I think we, I think we beat Iowa this year. So I have us going eight and four. Um, I think we could surprise Michigan. I think we could take the game against Michigan, but wow. it's going to be. I mean, it's at home, so I think if we, I think if I had to flip flop, I think maybe we, maybe we lose to Minnesota which hurts, but I think we maybe lose to Minnesota and we beat Michigan at home.
3: Yeah, I was going to say, you guys, I'm, I was actually kind of surprised to hear your guys' confidence against Minnesota because when I look at that that schedule, I do feel confident about Michigan State. I feel pretty confident about Northwestern this year. But going back to what Drew said last week about Minnesota being a pretty important game, I do see that, and I'm like, ooh, that could just mm-hmm. be... I, I, I'm i not fully confident yet that Nebraska is going to take yeah. Minnesota this In year. The
0: last two years we've played Minnesota... We've been. Noah roll started true. on the road, and it was like nine degrees outside, and the everyone kept slipping all over. Remember that game? Everyone was mm. slipping all over the turf. It was terrible. The, I remember the first year Scott Frost was in Lincoln, he beat the tar out of Minnesota. It was like 54 to 40 something, you know? Right. like But that's also. In.
3: After, it's going to be after we play Northwestern, which is going to be a tough game. Yeah, and then we true. play Michigan right after. Yeah. So are we going to be. Fully loaded.
2: That really is a hard three-game stretch. It is. It is. Northwestern, that's, that's, Michigan, that's yeah, Northwestern, Michigan, Minnesota. Yeah. So going into mine, I actually – I'll just jump ahead to Minnesota. I I had that down as a W when I went back because I was sitting at 8-4, really? and four and I was like, I, I don't – I don't like it like just with our recent history. I'd be super happy with it, but I'd be really happy with seven and five this year too. And so I I picked a game. I had to go as an L and I went to Minnesota last, last week I said that was the most important game of the week, but why I changed it to an L is just because I, I think they will probably have arguably the second best offensive line in the big 10 this year. And I think that neutralizes our big strength on the defensive line. And so I think like, I think that game's just going to be a grind and I, I, I just after coming off of a game against Northwestern and Michigan, um, I just think it's going to be a tough game, and so I, I changed that one to an L, and so to a loss. So going, going through mine, my heart. I know it was hard because that's really the game I w- I would love to win. But I have us beaten, Wisconsin. Uh, sorry, Illinois. New coaches just don't fare all that well in their first season with a team in the Big Ten, even though it's not really his first season because um, Belimo uh, was at you know Wisconsin for a while. Big but old I. I I can. think Martinez is just gonna have a day, and uh, he he just owns those guys. He doesn't and so, own Illinois for sure. Um, then I think wins against Fordham, Buffalo. Um, I think we'll lose against Oklahoma. Um, they have a surprisingly good defense. They were a top fifteen defense last year. Um, yeah, stellar you don't really think about that. You don't because you big six twelve. You're like, oh, they probably yeah. Have they a good were defense, one of the best def- defenses in the yeah. in football last year. Um, but I think we're gonna make it a game worth watching. Um, I I, I think I we're so. yeah. I, I think I'm not saying we're even gonna like flirt with a win there, but I think it's gonna be like that's ah, worth it's worth. I mean, I'll watch two the whole scores. game. Yeah, exactly. Maybe flirt with them that too. Shout scoring. out Bookie Redley Isles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Didn't he go to Washington did or something? He, yeah, I think yeah, he, he transferred, transferred out. Yeah, he's not yeah. he, he kept Washington, getting 15-yard yeah. penalties, and it's like, I'm out. I'm leaving. I'm yeah. going to go to the West Coast.
2: So the, then I've got us beating Michigan State. I, I am with Zane on I think we surprisingly take care of Northwestern this year. I think mm-hmm. this is a, a down year for them. They lost a lot last year. Anytime you lose a couple first-round draft picks like they did on their defense, like they say their their uh, defensive backfield is not going to – take a hit Didn't because they have they'd they had two backs? first defensive backs go That's and there's still people are still talking like they're going to have a, one of the top secondaries in the, in it's the crazy. Big 10 again and I I don't know I just think they're going to take a down year they always kind of go in these arcs you right they they do well for a year and then they trend down and I think they're going to be trending down this year so I think mm. we're going to take care of them I think the Michigan game I think their talent just beats ours. I think it's going to be one of those kind of ugly Scott Frost games that just we don't ever feel like we're in control of the game and the talent beats us out. I, I'm, I just don't think it's going to be a, a fun game to watch necessarily. I just yeah. think it's going to be ugly and we're going to take the L. I, 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 when I had that as a win, but I did think I kind of along those same
1: lines, I often thought like there's always a game, at least, I mean, unfortunately <laughs> it happens sometimes multiple times, where somehow we <laughs> shoot ourselves in the foot repeatedly and that goes into the fourth quarter and still we're only down
2: seven. Yeah. You yeah. know, And I think – yeah, that has the potential. I think that's that just game. one of those games. So then I said Minnesota loss. and uh, Purdue. has a win. I think we're going to get right this week. We uh, yeah. that week we have a bye in between there. We get healthy. Um, I, I think we're going to be. Man, it would feel good to just stomp yep. Purdue. And into cool the thing ground. about that, with the way I have this going, when we win that, we're going bowling. That's our sixth win.
0: And so I, like I think, us, all four yeah. of us, we're going to the, bowl. let's <laughs> yeah, go yeah, the yes, bowling. Go yeah, yeah.
1: If Nebraska makes it to bowling, we'll all go. Bowling. We're, we're we'll going to go Hawaii, that's man. We're doing this podcast from a bowling
0: alley.
1: From a
2: I love it. Uh, then I think Nebraska, Ohio State, oof. I think we're just oof. I, I just wrote down oof, <laughs> big <laughs> oof. Uh, Wisconsin, I I'd love to say we're gonna win. I I think they're a top ten team this year. I, I think that they're I, even with their Wisconsin. Man, I think they're gonna be a top. 10. If you look at their schedule, they're, they could a, have eleven wins. They have an easy, pretty pretty easy, easy, easy I schedule, easy schedule, and out. I they it. their defense. They bring back everybody. Are they like, playing
0: Ohio this year? Ohio State, yeah, that um, could
2: be one of their losses. I think they do mm. play Ohio
0: State. They have Penn State as their first game, which Penn State at could home, right? be. Yeah, could that'll be, kind be interesting. At home. This, they are at home, so an anomaly. Eastern Michigan. They play Notre Dame at home. That could be rough. Michigan at home. Then they play Illinois on the road. They have Army at home. What? Weird. And then they play Purdue on the road. They have Iowa at home. They play at Rutgers. Northwestern at home. Nebraska at home, and then they go to Minnesota. Yeah, so no Ohio State. It's really it's an Noah easy Ohio schedule, State. and they they bring back
2: a lot. There are other like crossover they, games. Rutgers. I know I'm not I'm not sold with Mertz as their quarterback yet. I mean, no, he showed mind. flashes, but I I think he'll he started off hot and then went down. I think he'll kind of land in the middle of this year, which is an above
0: he'll average. Definitely be
1: probably top fifteen when Nebraska plays them. That's for yeah. Sure. That so could be.
0: oh yeah, and Nebraska I, could could at that point be what. Six, six and three, three. seven and yep. two six at and the absolute eight, six and three rest. six yeah so
2: anyways and then i, I think uh, iowa i i put a win because i just want it to happen so i'm picking it <laughs> I, 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 we've been close so we many times i'll be at that game at point baby point I, I actually think James they're gonna be yellow
0: in this room right now you sinner yeah. <laughs> Take your shirt off as quick as possible. Uh, I, I think oh, that
2: shoot. I think that they actually are going to be really good this year but and I think we're going to have a top 25 win. I'm just going to pick it because oh, man. I just want it um, and I don't really believe in their quarterback with Petrus. I just I, I don't know. Petri-ish. I just think Petri dish, Yeah. So 7 and 5. Um, with that I think there's a lot of 50-50 games this year. I think Michigan, Minnesota, Northwestern and Iowa are all kind of 50-50 games. And so yeah. it, th- this this record is could easily go up yeah. or down. This is, a um, weird and I, I really think we can get to eight wins with a bowl victory, and we've got a really good season to build off of. People are going to have think positively. This hasn't happened yet, but I'm just going for it, man. I, th- I think we're going to go seven and
0: five. Yeah, we got to f- figure out what bowl. G- I saw I was looking through like other media. Oh, I can't say the M word. Media predictions, <laughs> media predictions for the season, and they had us. They had, like they were projecting bowl games and like bowl game opponents and stuff. We're not. We're not going to do that, but. Yep. I don't know. Maybe we will at some point when we actually maybe know maybe we're actually doable. see a little a little bit of game you know, on a little, season season. little on bit reverse. of the football of the football team actually play some
2: real so, football. Real quick too, off of season predictions, let's um before we get on to our healthy debates, let's hit on real quick the uh the captains that were named this last oh, week. Yeah. So that goes yeah, yeah, into yeah. our season predictions, right? Like um what what do you guys think about the captains? It was Adrian Martinez, Cam Taylor Britt, Austin Allen, and Damian Daniels. Yeah, so I like that they just kept it to four. Yeah,
3: I like I it. Agree. And I'm hoping This could be a little bit of a hot take, but you probably guys would agree with me. I don't like giving out as many black shirts we do sometimes Eh. Mm. because I think it takes away. Yeah, Yeah, when you
1: have nine out of the 11 starters being black shirts, but then we still don't have like we're not a top tier Big Ten defense. Yeah, yeah. like Like, what are we talking about here?
0: Give out like two. Yeah, like I just give them to
2: Cam Taylor-Britt and Cam that's
0: Taylor it.
1: Britt and like, <laughs> and JoJo Doman. No, Cam just put all
0: black put shirt. all fifteen
2: <laughs> black jerseys on Cam Taylor-Britt. So,
3: so I, I I like that they picked four. There's some surprises on there. Some names that I'm like, oh wow, I that, know, yeah, they too. had to leave some guys out.
2: They did. Yep. I
3: yeah, yeah. It was cool. I I like that Damian Daniels is in there. That's yep. pretty cool. But I was shocked to not see JoJo Doman. Doman, I yeah, really I agree. Not, not to see him.
0: Yeah, either. and here's the thing with with those they're all they're all juniors you can tell, I think you can tell in the way, just in, honestly, we haven't been in any practices or anything, but just in the way that they're talking and the way that the coaches are talking about the leadership among the players, these guys are like, they're just as heavily coaching their brothers on the field as the coaches are from the sidelines, you know, which is, I think something that Nebraska hasn't had for, for some time, honestly, for, for like quite a bit of time to have, like, that on-field accountability where these four guys are going to lead the team, you know? And I was genuinely... The biggest surprise for me was Damian Damien. Agreed, yeah. Literally, if, if you're Ben
3: Stilley... Surprise. I don't think he is, but if you're Ben Stilley, are you a little... Hurt? Are you a little? Dude, kinda, yeah. they didn't bring like, it. Ouch. Put any of
2: those returning seniors on there. I actually kind of like that. They fire, had yeah. they had their their time and their you know their their era. And I'm not saying this year doesn't count for them. It does. But I can, you know what I mean? He's been this is a six year here, you know. And <laughs> so like, I it. kind <laughs> of like that they went with one of the almost the normal track of it's, of players. And maybe that's one of the reasons they didn't put. Uh, a guy like Steely or Jojo Doman that makes, on there. It does make it, sense from that it, perspective. It, and so I I mean I, I get it from that. I, I think I, I kinda like that move honestly. Yeah. yeah, we don't get we don't get to see the behind the door
1: conversations. And I bet there is a lot of like talking with like Frost and the defensive coordinator of just like, hey, no, you guys are leading this team. Yeah. And we need you to lead. And also like we expect we know where you were last year. So for you to become a black shirt, you have to like like take a big step yeah, again, step it yeah, up. you for know, sure. like I think every player, they have this idea that they need to be taking a step to get it. You can't just say like, Oh wow. They're exactly like they were last year. So they should get a black shirt. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think that's, that's not like this coach's like, that's not their mantra. So yeah,
0: yeah. that's
2: good. Cool. All right. Let's uh, move on to our healthy debate topic for, for the week. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do we want
0: to go over the record for the season so far, with me being the only winner of the healthy debates oh my from last God week?
2: Sake.
0: I I think we all we
1: all voted, and I think you got last week Yeah, place. I That's actually feel weird. like you got <laughs> last. Let's, let's, I voted. Just take, let's take a quick vote, quick vote around the room. <laughs> yeah, like you just got dead last. Well, it's me and Matthias. My wife just everybody. texted me and she said, "Tell Zayn he got last place." I don't well, know. Well, what we're
0: gonna talk about your wife once we get to score oh predictions. So don't <laughs> even start with
1: me here. <laughs> Oh <laughs> my like, gosh. I'm so embarrassed. Oh. I'm like starting to sweat. Just thinking about it. Uh,
2: no, 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 j- no. Just a foreshadow. We are, we're going to be picking the score predictions for the Illinois game. And we had our wives uh, pick the scores. So we're, well, that's for You can imagine, that. You can imagine. It's, it's pretty great. So, so. Good with football yeah. and they're very polar opposites in some of the picks. So, all right, well, let's get to healthy debates before we get to the score predictions because it is game week, but I, I feel like th- there's a good, healthy debate um, that we can have this week in the light in in light of the recent news cycle that we hit on, um, and the, this here's the question for the bait. Is the fan base and the media part of the problem with Nebraska? And I'll few, say a few qualifying questions with that. Do they create too much pressure and unreasonable expectations? Do things get overblown because we just crave information and we're, boor, and we're bored, you know? Mm-hmm. or And would the team be better off without that limelight? So, uh, Chris, what do you think? I'd love to hear your, your thoughts on that.
3: Yeah, so I can take this a few different angles. It honestly comes down to from what perspective are you looking this through? Mm-hmm. Cause say from a player perspective, our fan base and the media plays in the player's perspective because like I mean, looking now with this NIL stuff, like you want to be here in this market. Yo, because yeah. Nebraska football, Nebraska athletics is everything, you know, because like that's all we have here pretty much. Um and so if if I'm a player I see that as an advantage. I see that as a cool thing because Nebraska football Nebraska athletics is a big deal here in Nebraska, and I like that. From a fan's perspective, too, I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of selfish. I kind of like the content. I like huh. I like Nebraska feeling like a big deal here in this state. I like the fact that Estes Park, Colorado has a big red of the Rockies. Big red of the Rockies. Shout out. This this episode <laughs> sponsored not sponsored by Big Red of the Rockies. But, <laughs> shout out to my parents in Estes Park right now.
2: But my dad's moving to Vegas here in about a month outside of Vegas and like a mile from his his condo that he's getting is a Husker sports bar. <laughs> and so like, and he, he, he found that he's like, I'm super excited because he's like, I'm just going to go week. watch games over there. So,
1: yeah. So because guys want to fly there to watch the Illinois. Game. Yeah, 100%.
3: 100%. We're going there. It out. So here's my personal hot take about the media.
1: If it wasn't for the media, I don't
3: know if I'd be a Husker fan. I've never seen us win a conference championship. Mm-hmm. I've never seen us win a national championship. So why the heck would I be a fan unless the media and the state made it a big deal around here? You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's a good point. I, that's that's a good point. And so I, but I also get the perspective of things that happened like last week where it gets annoying. I think I'm not I haven't been frustrated with our local media. I'm always frustrated with the national media. Yeah. And so the way I'm taking this is I'm okay with the local media. Sure, they can have their moments, but I more get frustrated with the national because I but I appreciate the local because I think I'm a fan because of
1: them. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of dudes locally that I'm like, oh yeah, hey, is, I don't even want to say his name. Are <laughs> people, don't. But we all know. We know who That's the problem. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's why it's a problem because I don't have to say who it is. But there's this one dude that is just there's he's never said anything good about Nebraska football or just anything about Nebraska. There's always something to complain about. And I think I think we have I think there is too much pressure and unreasonable expectations. I think people were like oh, I want like. Our, like my parents, I think they're like, well, I watched them win national championships, and we just need to get someone to get us back there. And it's, it's way more difficult than that. Mm-hmm. It's like, we're, where, where do we have the ability to recruit from? Like, we don't, have, we don't have millions of people just around us where it's like we have amazing five-star talent in our backyard. We have to go get it. Yep. And so it's just there's, there's so many more factors into just, like, being a good team and I think, I do think some of it is like, some of it's real expectations. I think we all would agree that if we see 15 bubble screens a game, we're all going to lose our minds this year. <laughs> like, there's like things like that that you would just think like, that can't happen. Like, there's times, I, I was thinking this last year, maybe it was the last two years, I think I had a conversation with Zane. We were watching one of the games, and, and I said, like, I just feel, I don't feel like we have outcoached any other team. No, Like, no. we've been outcoached plenty of times oh yeah by coaches we should not be and so i think some of it is like good criticism but i do think like ever just nitpicking every little thing down to like the smallest to the like, reveal
2: of the alternative jersey, the her- yeah. Her-
1: yeah. jersey. Like, Seriously. all of it is Dude. like just <laughs> stop like just just enjoy just it like, for a honestly bit. like if i had to bet my house on it i would probably say nebraska's a six and six team this year that's true like if i had to like I'm not a betting man, but if I was, I probably would put us at six and six. That's, I actually bet my we'll whole probably, entire house on it, so that was probably a mistake. Man.
0: <laughs> he he like, actually lost we'll his see. house already for <laughs> it, <so. laughs>
1: Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like Nebraska will probably lose a game we shouldn't lose. We might upset a team that maybe we should, so maybe we'll balance out, but like bad things will happen this year. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. is the
3: blessing and the curse of having It be Nebraska, and that's it in this state mm-hmm. yeah. the state, because that you will nitpick. Because that's the only thing to nitpick. And
1: it is because Nebraska has won five national championships that there is an expectation of like, we're, we're at least contending in our conference. Yeah. We at least need to contend. And we haven't been. Yeah. And so every year, people build it up. And it's like, oh my gosh, I think we're going to win by 40 every game. Yeah. And it's like, oh, actually, we only won three games this year. Yeah.
0: yeah. I think we walked this fine line with the media. And I was just thinking about this too. Te- are, are we technically media now? Yes.
1: No, I think we so, have to get up to four people listening to it while mowing the grass for us to be considered media. Right now, we're only at shout, one. Shout out to Aaron
0: AC, <laughs> the only man who listens to us while mowing the grass. Hopefully, he's doing it again this week. This one's for you, Aaron. But I, I was thinking, we walked this very fine line each year with the media, I think, maybe maybe it's like one year we do it this way and then, and then another year we do it this way where, where and the media plays into both of them, where there is too, way too much pressure because of the unreasonable expectations that are placed. I think the media, a lot of the times, builds this picture of this utopia in Lincoln during practices and always asking coaches the the questions that will get the answers that they know will build up this unreasonable expectation that Mm -hmm. nebraska's going to win this game every week and then whenever that falls apart then the media is the dogs dude they just eat them apart just tear them to shreds and say this is the worst thing ever and it will never get back to it and then we just buy into it every week where it's like, no, we're going to win this week. It's great. And everything's fine and practice. And they fixed everything. And then we lose. And then the media rips them to shreds again. It's, it's just, like a vicious yeah, cycle every is, year. And I think, really I think that's the most annoying thing with the media where they know it too. I think they know it. And I think in my, like, they don't care. Deep, they don't care. And they don't care. It's and deep, 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 in my heart. I want to believe that all of the people that, that are on Twitter and at the journal star and at the world Herald are like, no, I'm a Nebraska fan. But in my, in my head I'm like you are not a Nebraska fan. And I don't know why I am that way. I think they would maybe say the same thing about me too. But it's like, man, if you were like genuinely a diehard Nebraska fan, like I don't think you would say these things that you're saying right now. And I have a hard time each week of like, yeah, I want to be confident that we're going to win. But I also know that we're facing oklahoma on the road (laughs) in week four so it's like it's really hard but then we're gonna like we're gonna come face to face with these people saying no nebraska has a real shot and like college games day is coming to town or whatever it is Mm -hmm. and so i think that cycle is what really like upsets me when it comes to the the local media especially and then that just gets spread to the national media where it's it's 10 times worse where nebraska is the only ones getting the hammer for this stupid analyst coaching thing it's like We, we are not the only ones in the country that are going through this, but it's really rough.
2: So, you know, with, I'll break this down to two different ones. We mentioned the national media and the local, right? National media, even when Nebraska was good, they were always kind of viewed as uh, not the same as some of the premier programs. And I remember that. I remember like, you know, back in the national championship days there, it was pretty, it was not uncommon for them to pick, uh, you know, the other team to beat Nebraska for X, Y, and Z, like (laughs) the, Mm -hmm. the, the. The grass field's going to slow them down. They're not going to be able to run the ball the same way. Yada yada yada. Like they were just, they would nitpick and um, you know find ways to go against Nebraska even back then. And I, I think because that mindset is still there a little bit that Nebraska doesn't even if they belonged on paper because they were winning games, they're they're still Nebraska. They don't belong. So now that they don't have that victory, or sorry sorry that uh, resume, and, and they're not winning those games. It's like they they just want to kick us when we're down because the fan base is still there and because they never really felt like we truly belonged, you know. Now that we don't, you know, don't have those wins, it's just they 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 just want to pour it on us even more and just mm-hmm. to, and because the fans are still there, but they're like you guys, you know, they just want. They want to kick us where we're down, and so I feel like there's a little bit of that with with local media. I kind of view Nebraska fans and and the media almost like Star Wars fans. I'm a uh, mm. I, I love Star Wars by the way, and and nerd. I know ner- nerd alert. But <laughs> imagine doing a podcast about something you like. Yeah, uh, it's but <laughs> <Wait a minute. laughs> but one of the one of the worst things about Star Wars are Star Wars fans because they you know in in between movies there's all these um, un unreachable expectations that you know people just think the movies should be this the storyline should be this yada 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 and when the the product actually comes out they just tear it apart because they spent years talking about what it should be and, and all the issues and stuff. and I feel like that's kind of what Nebraska media has done. The local media is, is they spend hmm. the entire offseason and the weeks in between games just, you know... Telling with, you the plot of the next ex- season. Exactly, and then there's no way it's going to meet everyone's ex- ex- expectations. So even if, say, we yeah. win the game, it still didn't live up to the expectations of, you know, we got to just run the ball or Martinez needs to complete a pass that's 15 yards down the field. Like, those are all reasonable takes, but we can't... It's, it's unreasonable to... To think that we're going to meet the team's going to meet all those expectations, and so Mm -hmm. it's almost like it's almost like a lose lose at that point because you're just never going to quite meet you know meet up to it. When me, I'm more of the casual fan with Star Wars. I I like it, and I just want to enjoy the movie, right? And Mm so that's kind of with Husker football. I want to enjoy the game. But in the
1: last three, we didn't see a single good light. That's that's very true. What do we got to do? Revenge of the Sith was in 2006, (laughs) and then the greatest one of all time. And you're telling me with the CGI they have now, they couldn't do anything? (laughs) I am a Skywalker. Yeah, honestly. (laughs) That, that was Trey. Okay, moving, <laughs> in, moving into my fa- favorite segment of today, we're going to talk about score predictions. Guys, for the it weekend. it is it's game week. It's game week. It feels good. I like walked outside this morning at like 6 a.m. and I smelled the air and I was just like, oh, it so just bad. it just smells like Husker balloons and hot dogs and runs us, you <laughs> know, <runs> us. just <laughs> smells fantastic.
0: And not beer in uh, the stadium. Yeah.
1: yeah. And so um, each week we're going to be predicting the scores, obviously, um, but we're going to be keeping a little running tally. But you know what I. I was I was thinking last night I was like man my wife knows nothing about football <laughs> like absolutely nothing and you know so I like texted the guys and I was like hey everyone ask your wives like you can tell them who we're playing you can tell them that we're, we lost last year but then just ask what they what they think of the scores are and some some people had some really good um, but Drew I want to start with you Alyssa I think has a pretty good football knowledge yeah right she she, she watches wa- she watches the games yep that is that is a huge a significant
0: that's steps that's, above that's most sprints
1: of sprints down the field from my wife so. <laughs> What is Alyssa's prediction for the week?
2: Yeah, she she loves Husker football. Grew up around it. She's been to a lot of games with me, and um, yeah. So I asked her, and I didn't lead her in any way. I was just like, I'm just gonna ask the question, yeah. and not. And she sat there and thought, I was thinking about it. She said, "14 to 10, Nebraska." So she's predicting a low-scoring defensive yeah. struggle, which wow. is. Which is interesting because we've been saying talking both ways. either just
1: their offenses can't figure it out, yeah. and also our defense is good. Like yeah, first game I, so of I right.
2: thought that was interesting. I was like fourteen ten.
1: All right, right. let's. Take. Yeah. All right, Zane. What is what's Hannah feeling for
0: for the week? <laughs> I'm embarrassed to say that Hannah has it. <laughs> 37 to 14, which is a good score, that's I think. Score. But she has Illinois winning. And oh, so no. oof, we're gonna have to have a talk when we get home. <laughs> that's a
1: big oof. <laughs> I've been Chris, married for Chris, a week. Yeah, Chris, <laughs> uh, what's what's Morgan what's Morgan feeling for this weekend? So she actually I was impressed by her score. I was
3: like, okay, that sounds like you you know, she, that's, that's a good score. Football. Football. Yeah. She said twenty four seventeen Nebraska. That's a legit football score, guys. I think that's
1: like the probably the most probable of all these scores that we'll hear today. Um, My wife Naomi, bless her heart, Um, (laughs) she she lived overseas for five years, so leave her alone. She knows nothing about American football, college or professional. (laughs) Uh, she says Nebraska is going to win. So that's better Hey, than there I we guess. go. Yeah, that's what matters. Yeah, right. Put a bow on it. Halfway so there. So maybe I should just leave it there. But she thinks Nebraska is going to win with a score of 59 to 47. That's like a that's like a high school basketball game. <laughs> oh, God, that that's is. insane. That's an insane that's amount a... of scoring. Um, I watched this past weekend. I watched the Oklahoma State-Nebraska game from 2010. Oh, and yeah, that really. was – I remember watching that game and feeling like this is the highest scoring game I've ever seen, like yeah. Nebraska playing. And we only won 51-41. Can you imagine oh, us man. them scoring twenty one more points than that? Jeez. Than that game alone. That was that would be insane. All That's right, crazy. so we'll see whose score predictions and it would be hilarious if our wives do better than, do better than, than all, all, of all of us. But let's see what we go And So I'm just let's just run it back in that same order. So Drew, what do you think is gonna be the score for the weekend?
2: Yeah, I um after my wife said that, I was like, Well may- maybe. But I, I just I don't see it being that low scoring. Um, I just feel like there'll be some big plays and some. It's you know it is the first game of the year and and whatnot. So uh, I'm picking a Nebraska victory. I'm gonna go with 31 to 20.
1: A good, good so. two possession, yeah, do, uh, two, two possession victory. You got a so. bold prediction we, too. Yeah, do you think we put it away in the third quarter, or do you think like by the time it gets to the fourth quarter we have subs in, or how do you? Yeah, I, I think make it close. I end? think that
2: I think we're gonna have to keep our starters in there. I think it's gonna be in, there's gonna be some tension filled spots where we almost mm. feel the game gets you know in those moments where we almost feel like getting away from us, but that yeah. the difference this year is that we're not gonna have the stupid penalties and as, or at mm. least as many, and and I, I think cool. we're gonna just. We're never going to fully lose control. My my bold prediction though is, um, is I'm just going to go with Adrian. I think he's healthy and he just when he's pl- actually starting and playing the game, he owns them. So I'm going to say he's going to have three um, th- three total touchdowns and he's just going to have a good game. And um, we're not a lot not a lot of like stupid. It. How mistakes. many
3: in the air? How many on the ground? For well, let's go two touchdowns. in the
2: air, one in the one on the ground. Whoa! Okay. I like that. I like that. I mean, all right, like two that's a little... touchdown. That would feel. Real nice. That's wild.
0: So,
1: um, Zane, what are you feeling for the weekend?
0: Um, I'm feeling like we pull this one out, 30 to 14. I know 30, 30 is an odd score. Um, I just feel it, you know. I just feel it in my bones. Can you so feel it? Go I it. can feel it. So three,
1: three touchdowns, three field goals. Is that what you're
0: thinking? Yeah, I think that's probably the most likely way that we get to 30 points. Um, it'll be interesting. I think nice we could to have three field goals. That would be really nice. We do have the big, we do have the Big Ten returning kicker of the year. So let's go. Oh, we'll see about it. and we'll with our, our red zone woes, you know, we yeah, haven't exactly. been able to put it in. I, I like it, and I, like I think I think we'll have some. I think we'll have some long touchdowns. I think that's how we're going to score. I think we're still going to struggle in the red zone for the first couple weeks, but I think we'll put it away enough with our special teams. Um, I th- I I think my bold prediction for the week is going to be that we have a, either a kick return for a touchdown or a punt return for a touchdown, Ooh. either or. Oh. So I think I think that will play That's into it. But then I think we have a great kicker who I think can make it from in- anywhere inside forty yards pretty pretty consistently, which is something that we haven't had for some time. Which, which is also weird because Nebraska put kickers into the NFL like it was crazy for a while. But mm-hmm. I think Connor Culp will be will be the player of the game this week. I think he'll have three three field goals and. We'll have have either a punt return or a kickoff return for a touchdown. Nice. Chris, what are you feeling and your bold prediction?
1: Yeah,
3: so a couple things to note about this Illinois team that I think is kind of interesting. Number one, I know what it's like with new coaches coming into the Big Ten. They usually struggle. I'm not saying I'm worried, but Scott Frost also playing against year one coaches has shown that he can lose. I'm thinking L Tucker, Colorado. Colorado. In our home, we lose. So... I don't think it's just a guarantee because either. there hasn't been history that we just stomp over year one coaches. Mm-hmm. Number two, Illinois actually returns twenty two super seniors on the
1: roster. Weird. So they do have a new coach, but they actually
3: have some experienced players, which is interesting.
1: However, but how many of those were those starters or are those just super seniors? Because I think their starting number is actually a lot lower.
3: There's like twelve, 12 punters
0: and like ten field goal kickers. So I would yeah, say that's that's a, a, that's I
3: would say a majority of those twenty two are starters.
2: On <laughs> And those twenty-two starters, whooped us last year. Yep, you know, mm-hmm. wasn't wasn't pretty. And no, so, pause. They
3: whipped Luke McCa- McCaffrey. McCaffrey. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Well, they whipped our defense. That's true. Wow. Put up yeah. forty-one points. Um, <laughs> I know it's it's really sad. It's close to that forty-seven. So we said so. So my score prediction, though, I am going thirty-eight to twenty-one, Ooh. Nebraska. Now here is kind of my bold prediction. Looking at what they're saying is Illinois' kind of weak spot. They're actually saying they're secondary. So I think, actually, Nebraska has a pretty surprising heyday through the air. Mm. I think there's going to be three receivers that get a touchdown this game. Oh, wow. By that, I'm gonna including names? tight ends. Names? Like, can you throw some names, names for those? Okay, I- Samari Toure, Samari Toure, Omar yeah. Manning, mm-hmm. and Austin Allen. Allen, are, Allen getting, yep. are getting a well, touchdown. I, get, I
1: feel. I think those Austin. three guys are getting a touchdown. Yeah, that feels good. I, I wouldn't India. surprise me if he scores. If Austin Allen has two touchdowns this game, he's so big, like, dude. He's he's a big dude, and he's starting to get some like national recognition for like putting on some watch lists and stuff. So I feel good about him. Yeah. My prediction for the week: I think we're going to win 34-24. I think we go two for two for field goals. That's not the bold prediction. I think the bold prediction is we win the turnover margin by plus two. Oh, so, like it. So either even if we fumble, I, I think I really think we're gonna have at least one interception and one fumble recovery. I like it. And so I think I think we just in general I'll just leave it broad, but I think we win the turnover margin by plus two.
2: Mm-hmm. I like it. So yeah, that's I'd be, so, that'd be a great thing to see, man. To start to, off the season you know, in, the, honestly, in the positive on that. I think
1: I think if we started it like and, and I think they just need to I just need they need a game where they feel good. Yeah. They feel good, they feel confident moving in and man, if I just don't wanna see us fumble. Oh yeah, some interesting
3: things to watch for this game on the Illinois side as well. They're kind of moving from a dual threat to more of a pro style. So. so they actually moved Isaiah Williams to a wide receiver, and he's really? been, he's been the talk of the offseason. So be on the lookout yeah. for Isaiah Williams and kind of see what he does mm. because he's a player to watch. He's someone that they're like, wow, this guy. That was a good move Did for Brandon him to Peters. Go to
0: wide return? Receiver. Is he coming back? Is he still their quarterback? Yeah, Peter's
3: Pia, yeah, Peters is going to be. But he's weird.
2: there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. kind of switch in styles with that. He so. kind of
0: tore us up with his legs last year. So it looks year. like they got yeah, some so.
3: skill position players that could be pretty good, but I'm okay with – if they're strength of skill position players, I'm okay with that because I yeah. think we have a pretty solid defensive back room that yeah. would be kind of fun to watch that yeah.
2: battle go on. And we've got skill players ready oh, to go. Yeah. Guys, I, think, I, I think, think we're
0: just overall more talented. Yeah, I I'm really just so, want to no.
2: see, see Omar on the field because yeah. there's been yeah. so much talk about him. And there he's were my off the field. This year. I know there were off the field issues last year, things like that. I just want to actually see hit, see it out there, not just talk. Like get Omari out there if he gets one of your touchdowns, like you said, Chris. Like I'll be so happy because that that's going to go. That's going to be huge for us this year if he's actually out on the field. Also, Casey Rogers delivers. gets a sack. Yes. Hanging on to my breakout player, Casey, Casey Rogers. Rogers. Let's go. Just getting sacked this week. I just say
1: can he? Not, can he? Can he Can be considered a breakout player if he just doesn't like get any tackles? Yeah, I can. Can that should like not be able to happen? Yeah. He'll break out for
0: one game. I told you. <laughs> no. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Big Red Rundown. We hope that you've enjoyed this as much as we have because honestly, we're just having a blast with it. So we hope that you are too. Next week, we're gonna talk actual football and we're gonna dissect the Illinois game as well as have a healthy debate about something. I'm probably gonna win again, and then we're gonna look forward to game number two against Fordham. So check us out on Spotify for sure. And hopefully we'll soon be on all other podcast platforms. We're out on a variety of them. We're just kind of waiting to get uploaded onto iTunes. So give us a little bit of time. We'll be on there shortly. Um, If you guys have um, any questions that you want to shoot us, go ahead and follow us on Twitter at Big Red Rundown with a capital B and two capital R's. Send your comments and questions to Big Red Rundown at gmail.com. And if you guys are listening to us on Spotify or on other platforms, make sure you give us a review and share it with your friends and family. We would love that. And we can't wait to see you guys next time.